Hello, my name is Mr. Segovia, and this is my third year here at West. My reading interests are Shakespeare and comic books. The book we're going to talk about today is Salt to the Sea by Ruta Sepetis, the author of the international bestseller Between Shades of Grey. Now, this novel is a historical fiction, and uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of a blurb. Winter, 1945. Four teenagers, four secrets. Each one born of a different homeland, each one haunted and haunted by tragedy, lies, and war. As thousands of desperate refugees flock to the coast in the midst of a Soviet advance, four paths converge vying for passage aboard the Wilhelm Gustloff, a ship that promises safety and freedom. Yet not all promises can be kept. Inspired by the single greatest tragedy in maritime history, best-selling and award-winning author Rudus Apetis from Between the Shades of Grey lifts the veil on a shockingly little-known casualty of World War II. An illuminating and life-affirming tale of heart and hope. Chapter 1. Joanna. Guilt is a hunter. My conscience mocked me, picking fights like a petulant child. It's all your fault, the voice whispered. I quickened my pace and caught up with our small group. The Germans would march us off of the field road if they found us. Roads were reserved for the military. Evacuation orders hadn't been issued and anyone fleeing East Prussia was branded a deserter. But what did that matter? I became a deserter four years ago when I fled from Lithuania. Lithuania. I had left in 1941. What was happening at home? Were the dreadful things whispered in the streets true? We approached a mound on the side of the road. The small boy in front of me whimpered and pointed. He had joined us two days prior, just wandered out of the forest alone, quietly began following us. Hello, little one. How old are you? I had asked. Six, he replied. Who are you traveling with? He paused and dropped his head. My Omi. I turned towards the woods to see if his grandmother had emerged. Where is your Omi now? I asked. The wandering boy looked up at me, his pale eyes wide. She didn't wake up. So the little boy traveled with us, often drifting just slightly ahead or behind, and now he stood pointing to a flap of dark wool beneath the meringue of snow. I waved the group onward, and when everyone advanced, I ran to the snow-covered heap. The wind lifted a layer of icy flakes revealing the dead blue face of a woman, probably in her 20s. Her mouth and eyes were hinged open, fixed in fear. I dug through her ice pockets, but they had already been picked. In the lining of her jacket, I found her identification papers. I stuffed them in my coat to pass on to the Red Cross and dragged her body off of the road and into the field. She was dead, frozen solid, but the thought of tanks rolling over her was more than I could bear. I ran back to the road in our group. The wandering boy stood in the center of the path, snow falling all around him. She didn't wake up either, he asked quietly. 
I shook my head and took his mitted hand in mine, and then we both heard in the distance, bang.